0: This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording is by Mark Smith of Simpsonville, South Carolina. Uncle Remus by Joel Chandler Harris. Volume 4. Entitled, His Sayings. The first one is entitled, James Robertson's Last Illness. A Jonesboro Negro, while waiting for the train to go out, met up with Uncle Remus. After the usual time of day had been passed between the two, the former inquired about an acquaintance. "'How's James Robertson?' he said. "'Ain't you year about Jim?' asked Uncle Remus. "'Dat I ain't,' responded the other. "'I ain't here talk o' Jim since he cut loose from the chain gang. "'Dat what a ax! He ain't down wid de biliousness, is he?' "'Not that I knows of,' responded Uncle Remus gravely. "'He ain't sick. He ain't been sick. He just took and say he was going to ride dat her roan mule of myers Jones's the other Sunday, and de mule she up and do like she got in engagement. I done been fool with that mule before, and I tuck and told Jim that he better not get tangled up with her. But Jim, he up and loud that he was a hoss-doctor, and with dat, he ax me for a chaw tobacco, and den he got the bridle, and took an cotched the mule and got on her. Well, continued Uncle Remus, looking uneasily around, I speck you better go get your ticket. They tells me dis yer train goes a Calihooten. Hold on there, Uncle Remus! You ain't tell me bout Jim! Exclaimed the Jonesboro Negro. I done tell you all I knows, chile. Jim, he tuckin' light on de mule, and de mule she up and hump herself, and den there was a scuffle, and when de dust blow away, there lay the nigger on de ground, and de mule she stood eatin' at the trough with one of Jim's galluses ropped round her behind leg. Den afterwards, de coroner, he come round, he tuckin' give it out that Jim died sort of accidental like. It's just like I tell ya the nigger wa'n't sick a minute. So long. bye by, You won't catch your train. I got to be knockin' long." Number 2. Uncle Remus's Church Experience The deacon of a colored church met Uncle Remus recently, and, after some uninteresting remarks about the weather, asked, "'How dish you don't come down to church no more, Brother Remus?' We've been a havin' some mighty refreshin' times lately. It's been a long time since I've been down there, Bear Rastus, and it'll be longer. I done got my dose. You ain't done gone and unjoined, is you, Brother Remus? Not exactly, Bear Rastus. I just took and drawed out. "'De members is a blame sight too mutual for to suit my doctrines. How was that, Bear Remus? "'Well, I tell you, Brer Rastus, when I went to that church, I went just as humble as the next one. I went there for to the sing, and for to pray, and for to worship, and I most generally always had a stray shimplaster, which the old woman says she once sat out there to them colored folks cross the water. It went on this away till by and by, one day, the first news I knowed, there was a row got up in the Amen Corner.' Br'er Dick, he announced that dey weren't enough money in de box, and Br'er Sim said if they weren't, he speck Br'er Dick knowed where it disappeared to, and then Br'er Dick loud that he won't stand no probusness, and wid dat he haul off and tuck Br'er Sim under de jaw ker blap, and then they clinched and drapped on the floor and fought under the branches and among the women. Bout that time, sis Tempy, she lipped up in de air and sing out that she gone and tromple on de ol' boy, she kept on lippin' up and slingin' out her hands, till by and by, blip, she took sis Becky in de mouth, and then sis Becky riz and fetch a grab at sis Tempy, an' I cleared a' gracious, if it didn't appear to me that she got a pounder wool. After dat de revivin' sort of head up like both of em had kin mong de monas, and if you ever see scufflin' and scrambling, it was den and dare. Br'er James Henry, he mounted Br'er Plato, and rid him over de railin', and den de the preacher, he start down from de pulpit. and just as he was skippin' onto de platform, a hymn-book caught him in de burr o' de year. and I be blessed if it didn't sound like a bung-shell busted. Just den, Br'er Jesse, he riz up in his seat, sort o' of careless-like an went down into his breeches after his razor, and right den I knowed show enough trouble was begun. Sis Dilsey she seated herself, an she tuckin' let off one of dem HALLELUJAH hollers, and den I disremember what come to pass. I get sort o' old, Rastus, an' it seemed like the dust sort o' shut out the panorama. Furthermore, my limbs got to achin'. And more specially when I hear Brer Sim and Brer Dick a snortin and a scuffling under de benches, like they was sort of making their way to my pew, so I kin to hump myself and scramble out. And de first man what I seed was a policeman, and he had a nigger arrested, and de forgivin' name of dat nigger was Remus. He didn't rest you, did he, Brer Remus? It's just like I tell you, Brer Rastus. "'And I had to get Mars John for to go into my bones for me. "'It ain't no use for to sing out church to me, Brer Rastus. "'I done been and got my dose. "'When I goes to war, I want to know what I'm a-doin. "'I don't want to get hemmed up among no women and preachers. "'I wants elbow room, and I'm bleeds to have it. "'Just give me elbow room. "'But, Brer Remus, you ain't—' "'I might drop in, Bray Rastus.' that again I mightn't. But when you see me saunter in de doo with my specs on, you can just say to congregation, sort of familiar like, here come old man Remus with his hoss-pistol, and if there's much of a scuffle round yer this evening, you're going to hear from him. That's me, and that's what you can tell him. So long. never me to Sis Abbey?' Sang number three uncle remus and the savannah darky the notable difference existing between the negroes in the interior of the cotton states and those on the seaboard a difference that extends to habits and opinions as well as to dialect has given rise to certain ineradicable prejudices which are quick to display themselves whenever an opportunity offers these prejudices were forcibly as well as ludicrously illustrated in atlanta recently a gentleman from savannah had been spending the summer in the mountains of north georgia and found it convenient to take along a body servant this body servant was a very fine specimen of the average coast negro sleek well conditioned and consequential Disposed to regard with undisguised contempt everything and every body not indigenous to the rice-growing region, and he paraded around the streets with quite a curious and critical air. Espying Uncle Remus languidly sunning himself on a corner, the Savannah darky approached. "Mornin', sah," I'm sorta up and about," responded Uncle Remus carelessly and calmly. "How is you standin' it?" "'Tanky you my help most so-so. "'He more hot than in the mountain. "'Seems so like man must get needed de shade. "'I ain't tiffa see no rice bud in dis parts.' "'In dis which?' inquired Uncle, with a sudden affectation of interest. "'In dis parts, in dis country. de plenty in savannah.' "'Plenty where?' "'Da' plenty in savannah.' I ain't if I see no crab and no osher, no swamp and no stand round. I like some rice bud now. You're talkin' about dese yer spares, which they're all had, and em' makes one mouthful. I spec, suggested Uncle Remus. "Well, dere yer," he continued. "But this ain't no climate where de rice bird flies into yo pockets and gets out de money and makes de the change self.' "'And oysters don't shuck off the shells and run o' you in the street. "'And no mo' does the simp hold themselves and drop in your mouth. "'But they are here, though. "'The scads'll fetch em. "'Hit country fo's true,' commented the Savannah Negro. "'He no like Suwanee down there we set need eat the shade and eat de the rice-bud, "'and a crab and the swim-tree time o' day.' And de Buckram man drinkin' him wine, and smokin' him cigar, all true de-night. Plenty to eat, not much for work. "'It's mighty nice, I spec,' responded Uncle Remus gravely. "'De nigger dat ain't hope up longer high feedin' ain't got no grip. But up year, where folks has got to scramble round and make their own livin', de vittles what's... Accumulated without any sweat, and most always generally belongs to some other man by rights. One hoe cake and a rasher of middlin' meat lasts me from Sunday to Sunday, and I'm in a mighty big streak of luck when I gets that. The Savannah Negro here gave utterance to a loud contemptuous laugh, and began to fumble somewhat ostentatiously with a big brass watch chain. But I speck I struck up with a payin' job last Tuesday,' continued Uncle Remus, in a hopeful tone. "'What you gwine do?' "'Oh, I'm a-waitin' on a culled gentleman from Savannah, one o' dese year high-livers you've been tellin' bout.' "'How dat?' "'I loaned him two dollars,' responded Uncle Remus grimly. "'And I'm a-waitin' on him for the money. It's one of these jobs what lasts a long time.' The Savannah Negro went off after his rice birds, while Uncle Remus leaned up against the wall and laughed until he was in an imminent danger of falling down from sheer exhaustion. End of the sing